Hi, and welcome to the Kathman Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag. And as you can see, uh, we do not have a special guest uh, at the moment. Uh, this is simply intended to pay tribute uh, to the Granite Mountain Hotshot 19. Uh, we are recording this the day before, and this will go live the day after the memorial uh, that we hold in Prescott every year. Uh, for the families and for the fallen and for the firefighters who lost uh, friends uh, and families as part of that incident. And we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the anniversary and mention that our thoughts and prayers continue to be with the family and, and friends of the firefighters who were lost. And we just ask the community to come together, uh, remember and, and celebrate the lives of the heroes that we lost that day. Additionally, uh, we had a tragedy in Yavapai County uh, the day before we're recording this and just a couple days prior to uh, the Memorial of the Grand Mountain Hotshots, and that was the loss of a Yavapai County Sheriff's Office deputy who also has ties to our CAFMA family. And we just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the family of the deputy, uh, Yavapai County Sheriff's Office, Sheriff Dave Rhodes and his staff. Uh, we are here to support in any way that we can. And we just wanted to acknowledge the loss, the tragic loss in our community. The first law enforcement officer who's been lost in the line of duty in nearly 50 years. So uh, please know that your fire service family uh is here with you, not just Central Arizona Fire Medical Authority, but on behalf of the Prescott Fire Department as well. I know Chief Dura sends uh, his regards. So thank you for your time. I know this is brief. We just wanted to make sure that we did acknowledge uh, the, the heavy loss that our community feels every year this week, uh, and especially this year with the loss uh, of our YCSO deputy and family member. Hi, and welcome to the CAFMA Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me today, new to CAFMA, uh, Sharon, welcome. Thank you very much. And thank you for being here, and thank you for bringing the items that you brought with us today. So yes. would you like to explain real quick what we have here? Yes, I've brought some co-workers along with me. Um, okay. We have Chief Dave Tharp. Um, oh, he loves his picture out there. Yes. We should move this closer to the camera for okay. those that are watching on YouTube. Yes. So they can see Dave. And you'll notice on. that this picture is situated in such that he is wearing the, the fire helmet. That is perfect. Mm -hmm. Just and, like that. Yep. And we also have um, our fire marshal. Uh, we call him Rick on a stick. And he's currently dressed as uh, Uncle Sam. And he's giving us some um, instructions on... Some great tips for yes, the Fourth of July weekend, which exactly. is this weekend. Yes. Hey, Chief, um, I think next year you got to make him dress up like that. Oh, he's not going to be here. <gasps> he's not going to be here. Whoops. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Let me just say, Rick is not being fired. Uh, yeah, no, he's doing a great me. job, but uh, I think he's made a decision, so... Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. But if he's here, we're going to dress him up. I think that would be good. 
So, Rick, if you're watching or listening, if you hear this, uh, if you're here next July 4th, um, we are renting that costume for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we dress them up seasonally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works out re- very nicely, yes. actually. Yes. So, Sharon, how long have you been with us now? Two months. Two months. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and, and I was surprised. I was shocked uh, because you seem so quiet in the front <laughs> office, but you have a sense of humor. And so I wasn't sure that that you would want to go on the podcast. And mm-hmm. so when when I was told, hey, Sharon is definitely on the podcast, I was like, wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that you invited me. Thank you. No, thank you for being willing. And uh, Denise, uh, we'll get we'll get Denise on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Denise, to work on her. Yes. Denise started about the mm-hmm. same time you did. So it's good for us to introduce um, our fellow CAFMA personnel, mm-hmm. um, as well as our community to you, because you are the the face of CAFMA when they walk into the admin building. Um, everybody answers the phones in the front office, but when they hear Sharon, they'll be able to say, oh, oh. we know Sharon. Yes. We know where she came from. So we'll start with that. Okay. Um, are you originally from Arizona or are you a transplant from somewhere else? I'm a transplant from California. Okay. Um, I grew up in San Diego and um, we moved to Prescott um, 11 years ago. Okay. And we came out, my husband's family lives here already and he had a sister that was, um, her health had deteriorated. So we came out to um, to be with the family and Okay. And we ended up um, purchasing a home, and we've been here 11 years now, and we love it. What? So uh, we hear a lot of transplants from California, just for the folks that are listening. Uh, I am from St. Louis. Uh, and for clarity, that is not California. <laughs> uh, and for additional clarity, because I heard this when I came here, hey, Chief, you're from the East Coast. I'm like, no, I'm from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Look at a map, Chief Rose. Uh <laughs> That's that's different than East Coast. So, uh, you grew up in California. What did you do in California? Well, my background is varied. Um, I've worked in different industries. I've I've worked in banking. I worked um, at San Diego City Jail for a while. Um, interesting. Front desk. Oh, um, in very ad- interesting. Yes, admin department. No- nothing to do with the inmates or anything. Um, and I've worked in a law firm and then I worked in a company that was just a temp job right before I came here. When I moved here, I got a job at an assisted living community. Okay. And I worked there for four years. And then my husband also got a job at a different assisted living community. A position came open there and I moved over and I went to where he worked. At a, okay. So I've worked in assisted living um, front desk positions the, the whole time I've been in Arizona. So so you wanted to get back to where you worked more closely with the inmates. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you, you came to the fire department, uh, probably a good place for that. Yeah. Um, where you're not directly with them, but they do stop by. Yes. Sometimes they, they do stop <laughs> in and I've, I've met a lot of people and, and working here has been great. Um the whole company, everybody is very friendly here, and it's like a big family. I love it. Well, we, we try to be friendly people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, well, sometimes they question that with me 
uh, depending on what's happening. But I'm friendly overall. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I yeah. think you're approachable. I, we'll see how that goes for, <laughs> for other people. Um, so what did your husband do in California? Um, he worked at a, um, well, he worked for a shuttle company for okay. many years. Um, and then he transitioned over and worked for a charter bus company and he drove buses for a long time. And then he went and worked in the office, uh, more of like HR. Okay. And, um, so his, uh, his background is in transportation. Gotcha. Okay. And, and he's still with the company that, that you left to come here, the assisted living yes, facility. Yes, and okay. he's in transportation there as well. He gotcha. transports the residents to various uh, appointments and shopping and things. Right. So I, I think the cool thing about that is um, you you didn't leave the last, last um, place you worked for in a negative way. Because no. your husband still works there. There's still good right. relationships there. Yes. Just a different opportunity. Yes. Um, moving from assisted living to working with children. Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty and, – and I'm not just calling the firefighters out on that. Uh, I think uh, that IT fits that definition. I think that the chief officers fit the de- – basically everybody here is – so we look to adult supervision, and that generally mm-hmm. comes from somewhere in the front office that's not us. Yeah. And well, so you're like the adult supervision. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but. So um, <laughs> what, so working here, what are your duties here in the front office um, right now? Right now, um, I'm learning a little bit of everything. Um, my, main, um, my main duties are to answer the phones, um, and I greet people when they come into the office. Um, they, help, they help with uh, fire protection agreement payments. Um, Welding permits. Um, I'm learning how to do uh, record requests and purchase orders. I'm learning a little bit of everything. So okay. um, it's it's a very interesting job. I had didn't really know what to expect coming into it, um, but it keeps you busy and there's a lot of variation to it. Okay. So I understand that uh, Kathy in the front office is kind of a challenge uh, to work with. How do you deal with that? Um, I don't know. Kathy and I get along great. I, okay. Yeah. I was I, just checking. Yeah. I think that. Uh, I mean, I hear things. She's I don't very know. knowledgeable. She's been there for, I think, four years. She's been there for quite a while now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's changed. I think over the last several years, we, we've kind of change the face or dynamic within the administrative office up front. And it's great to walk up there now and, and hear the laughter mm-hmm. and the, the joking and the camaraderie that, yeah. that goes on up there. And uh, I think Teresa was here when I started. And in August this year, it'll be nine years for me. Mm. And it, it Teresa just seems super happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, every day when she comes in, she's just uh, happy, and yeah. uh, it's fun to visit with her and, and to visit with everybody up front, because part of my job every morning is to go interrupt every division uh, and create some sort of roadblock for their workflow. Yeah. Well, we notice that, but we go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. We get right back to work after you after you come through. Well, and you guys are one of the divisions that will just keep going and ignore me oh. when I come up. So I, I see that. Uh, finance, on the other hand, they're more than willing to stop and come out and mm-hmm. visit. Yeah. So it it's all good. But so two months here, um, 
a lot of stuff you do in the front. You're you're the face for us when people walk in the building, uh, when people call. How many of the firefighters have you met so far, do you think? Oh, I've met quite a few. Um, probably each station has stopped by at least once or twice. Um, I've probably met 20-plus people so far. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and Jonah, of course, you've met him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard some interesting things about when Jonah enters the admin building. And I'm just wondering what, what your take is when Jonah comes in. They're all false. They're, <laughs> they're all false? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've found Jonah to be extremely helpful, um, cordial. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's very limited on the, the ways to describe you, Jonah. That's all I paid her for. Happy. Uh, Happy. Good guy. Well, happy's good. Good guy all around, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Jonah is an interesting IT person because I find most IT people to be pretty quirky. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they typically lack um, what most people would call a personality. But with Jonah, he he has a personality, has a sense of humor. And what I really appreciate is he has a way to dumb things down to regular people language and below so that I can understand what he's saying. Yeah. Um, it helps when you have an IT person that doesn't talk IT. Yes. Yeah. And and he does sometimes. And I'm like, what is that? What does it mean? He's right. like, ah, just sign it. Yeah. It's good. It's fine, chief. Trust me. Yeah. Just here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I have to watch that with admin too, because uh, we've had admin come in and they threw some stuff on my desk while I was on the phone <laughs> just to see if I would sign it. Mm-hmm. And so while I was on the phone, I signed it all, handed it back to him. Uh, and it was a PO for $15,000 worth of Christmas lights, oh. um, a remote control elf, and I think some blow up Christmas stuff. Uh, their intent was just to see if they could get it through, yeah. how, if I pay attention or not. And so now I pay closer attention. Yeah, I don't think those things came in. I did not see them in the storeroom. No, no, they're not here. No. Uh, and they wanted to see how much I trusted them. Mm-hmm. I still trust them, but I trust and verify. Yeah. So I take a closer look. So do you have any kids? No. Dogs, cats? We have two cats. Okay. Yeah, so just, yeah, just two fur babies. Gotcha. Okay, so... Uh, you, your husband, two cats uh, here in Prescott Valley? Prescott Valley, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We ended up buying the house from um, my husband's sister. Okay. Um, that, w- that was not well. Right. And, um, so we moved into that house, and then after we lost her, we got an opportunity to purchase the home, so the home stayed in the, in the family. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So. How long had his sister lived here? She was in Phoenix, and then she moved up here. She was probably here about, um, to say, between five to ten years. Okay. Um, uh, do you have any other family that is in Arizona, or are they all back in California? Um, my husband's family um, all live here. Okay. Um, and then I've only got one family member left in California. Okay. And uh, my mom, I moved my mom out to Prescott Valley. She was in San Diego, and okay. after we moved out here, I decided mom needs to come out here too, so right. we'd be closer. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Now, did you grow up in San Diego or mm-hmm. just, oh, good. Yeah. All right. We moved there, I think I was about four. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've only been to San Diego once. It was a very beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter, my wife actually attended San Diego State. Okay. She graduated from Thousand Oaks High School. Um, she asks that you not hold the fact that she's from California against her. Right. Uh, because she's originally Minnesota, stopped in California, then moved to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So she considers her- herself a uh, Midwest. Yeah. So, but... You know, San Diego had a lot to offer as a, a city. So she went with me when uh, I went to a conference and mm-hmm. she went back to some of her old stomping grounds, mainly the candy stores uh, down around the the oh, entertainment area. Yeah. Well, San Diego's changed. We were there about four years ago and I don't know how I used to drive there. Right. I don't. Um, everybody wants to drive 90 plus on the freeway. And I guess I used to be in that mix, but I don't know how I did it because I can't do it now. Yeah. Now I'm out here and getting mad at California license plate people. Slow down. Uh, One person in particular at work who's not here today uh-huh. um, is also from California that Gotcha. Um, drives very fast. Really? She passes me in the morning driving in. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she it, hasn't gotten that Arizona thing down yeah, yet. Yeah. We, we won't mention Denise's name. Right. Uh, at all. But right. uh, she's newer from mm-hmm. California. Yes. Uh, she's newer here. So we'll give her that. And honestly, I really can't say much because I tend to be down in Phoenix a mm. lot. And you have to be a good driver down there as well. And if you're on the mm-hmm. 17, you better be moving. Right. Yeah. I remember your story when you were coming back up the mountain and there was somebody slow in front of you and you didn't like that. No, I didn't care for that. I'm <laughs> I'm typically in a hurry and ask that uh, people, uh, you know, keep the roadways clear mm-hmm. when I have to get somewhere. Uh, but that's rude of me to think that way. Just so everybody knows I recognize that. Um, but I had to drive down there last night and wow, I actually follow, followed a couple of Phoenix police officers. I was helping them out with something and... Trying to keep up with them was a to- a chore. Yeah, it's different. But it's driving different. up here is is way different because on my way to work in the morning, if I get slowed down, it's because there's a cow on the road mm. from where I live. Okay. Or a deer or an antelope. Yeah. Or Havelina. something. Right. And, you know, I just run it over, but <laughs> and dent the car and I can't do that. That would be bad. Yeah. It look bad. People would be upset. Mm-hmm. Kidding. Of course, I would not do that. So I hit a javelina when I first moved here, I had, N- not on purpose. <laughs> you know, when I moved here, I'd never seen a javelina before. I hadn't either. And it, it's a kind of a funny story. Um, my husband had gone downtown to get his haircut mm-hmm. and, um, he came out and his car wouldn't start and it was getting dark and, um, his lights, you know, he couldn't. So he called me and asked, can you come pick me up? Mm-hmm. So I drove through the Dells to get to go straight into downtown. I was driving to the Dells and these two Havelina came out from the side and I screeched and you know, I hit right. one of them. And um I pulled over. I was very upset that I had hit an animal. Right. I didn't know what it was. Um I called Scott and I said, I my husband not Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I hit a pig. <laughs> and he thought I said I hit a kid. Oh. And he said, what? And then the phone call dropped because I was in the Dells and there was no reception. So he hung up with me thinking that I had hit a child. And I had hit a pig. 
And um, so I was finally able to get down to him and he, he was so freaked out. How, how did you leave the scene? I said, what do you mean? He said, you left, you hit the kid and you left. And I'm like, kid, no pig. <laughs> so that's well, my javelina story. I, I could see where, you know, that would concern him. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, when I moved here, I saw a lot of things that I had never seen other than on Saturday morning cartoons, like Roadrunners. Mm -hmm. I thought they were faster. Yeah. Uh, they're not, but they will stop and they don't beep. Mm -hmm. which is disappointing to me. Uh, I had never seen uh, a tumbleweed. So the first tumbleweed I saw, I thought, wow, that's really cool. I've never seen a tumbleweed before. How do you feel yeah. now? Uh, I don't care for tumbleweeds <laughs> at all. Right. I don't like them. Uh, Havelinas, one of the first time I saw them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And now I'm like, get out of the yard. Just go away. Yeah. Uh, are still pretty cool. They're cute, cuddly. Yeah. Um, I like the pronghorn. We have kind of some some pets in our neighborhood, a pet deer, a pet antelope. Oh. We don't have any pets at our house, and we don't have a fence, so they just kind of wander and yeah. sleep in the backyard and eat, eat my your, wife's plants. I was going to say eat your plants. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it, I, from what I'm gathering here, you've enjoyed Arizona, like a little more in California. Um new job offers, new opportunities, new yeah. challenges. Yeah. Um, just being in, in general in the fire service now, because we consider CAFMA a system. So mm. if one part of that system doesn't work, none of the system works. Right. And, and we try to approach it from the standpoint of we want people to understand there's no one person here that's more important than any other mm -hmm. person. And no matter what position you're in, once you work for CAFMA, you are in the fire service is, is the way that we look at it. Yeah. So being in the fire service now for two months, what do you think? I love it. I really do. Um, I think that it's a different environment. Mm -hmm. Like you say, it's more family. Um, I It's very inclusive. Um, I came from an industry that wasn't as inclusive. Mm -hmm. And um, to feel more included in everything is, is great. Everyone is, is helpful, friendly, like I said about Jonah yeah. earlier. And, um, you know, it's just, this is different and it's, it's very, it's a healthy environment. Mm -hmm. Jonah is helpful and friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, don't click on the phishing emails that he sends. I may have gotten a couple of those yeah. in the very beginning. I wasn't sure, I, but I didn't open them. I received one recently and I sent it to him because I'm like, I don't think this is right. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I knew I was expecting some packages and he said, nope, this is not for me, but it's not from FedEx either. Mm. So market is fishing and send it in. So, you know, the, the, what Jonah does for IT security here is vitally important to this organization mm -hmm. and, and how we operate because think what, what your job would be like if, uh, someone were to take over our system and we have no access to computer systems. Oh yeah. We'd City. Be lost. Oh yeah, absolutely. City of Kingman went through that and it was a mess mm. uh, for several weeks. And I'm not sure if they've actually recovered completely from it because I think that's pretty invasive when uh, that ransomware hits. So we're, oh, yeah. we're trying to stay on top of uh, the IT security. We get problems. a lot of scam calls. Um, well, I don't know if they're really scammers. They're just mm -hmm. the kind of calls that are robo calls. Yes. And there's so much of that out there now. You have to be so careful. Right. 
and you know you, you read about people that have been taken yes you know and a lot of them are elderly yes and i went through some of that in my old job um some of our residents were targeted with scamming oh wow calls and you know pretending that they're a family member in jail and they need you to send the bail money and and just really vindictive terrible things that must be a challenge in an assisted living facility mm -hmm. um trying to work through those situations because it does appear that the the bad people in the world do try to target oh, yeah. uh, those that are the most vulnerable, which are typically some very young and mm -hmm. then some of our more elderly population. Right. And uh, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's good that people like you are there mm -hmm. uh, to help them through that. Yeah, we would. And we would contact family and let them know that, you know, mom's <laughs> receiving these calls or, Dad's getting these emails, mm. and maybe you should take their credit cards away or their checkbook away. They no right. longer need them. Um, that way they don't have an account number to give out. No, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's good information for anybody, the tens of people that watch or listen right. to our podcast, that if you have an elderly relative who doesn't need credit cards or access to a checking account, maybe that's one of the security things you should consider right. is – just kind of remove those, and that way, if somebody does make that call or send that email, uh, they don't have a number they can give them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for coming on today. We greatly appreciate it. Thank well, you thank for you. choosing to come work with us. <laughs> uh, it's certainly our pleasure to have you here. Well, thank uh, you. We very much enjoyed the, the too much you've been here. You've really brightened uh, the front office and have been able to temper uh, Kathy a bit and and calm her down because yeah. she was just getting out of control well i've kept her quite busy with you know her training me so yeah she's been you know kind of di distracted with that well that's what her husband had recommended was you need to distract her yeah uh, give her something to do and then she'll yeah calm down a little bit so <laughs> well thank you for inviting me really. yeah appreciate it all right well uh jonah to try to drive up our tens of numbers <laughs> um we have added a banner at the top of the review each week with the link to our YouTube channel uh, to try to grow our viewership mm -hmm. uh, or listenership, whatever, just to get it out there that we're doing a podcast. Um, was thinking about an airdrop, maybe a, uh, a banner behind an airplane, something. Oh, how about skywriting? Skywriting would be good. Yeah. What do you think, Jonah? Skywriting? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Maybe we could just um, fill a plane full of flyers and just cover the quad cities yeah i think it'd be just good litter let people know yeah we are actually thinking about putting together a, a just a small you know one page one third of a page thing and um possibly putting a qr code on it and then places like founding fathers where uh the owner grant is a good friend and he would certainly help us promote. I haven't asked him yet, but I figure if I put it out there like this, he'll just say fine. Right. Um, you know, to get the word out about uh, about this podcast, because yeah. I have talked to some folks lately. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was at a doctor's appointment and, and my doctor said, hey, are you still doing the podcast? And the nurse that was with her is like, what podcast? Oh, she didn't know. She didn't know. So I said, well, here's what we do. Here's where you can find us. Mm -hmm. um, these are the things that we talk about. Maybe not every week is something that is interesting to you, but some weeks it might be. And if you want to know more about uh, CAFMA or the community or things happening in the community, 
Um, this is a good place to find out because we yeah. share a lot of information. If you want to know what we think about something, I think this is a really good place mm-hmm. uh, to tune in because we certainly don't hold back on that side of things. Right. And now we've got Rick saying, we, I want you to watch the podcast. That's right. We have uh, <laughs> we have Rick on a stick and we have Chief Tharp right here promoting all right. of us. So, exactly. Uh, what, with, what more could they want? I know. Uh, Sharon, again, thank you very much. Jonah, as always, thank you. And thank you to the tens of people who watch or listen to this podcast or watch the YouTube channel. Please don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Until next week, uh, enjoy the July 4th weekend. Please don't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm.